Hi, everybody. Alan Arnett with the podcast on alanarnett.com. This is Saturday, May 15th, 2021, and this is the weekend update on Everest 2021. Well, this past week was a big week. Uh, we had our first summits by, uh, by the commercial teams on the mountain. I'm estimating that there were around 172 summits. Uh, that includes Sherpas and members, uh, you know, and they all got up and down uh, safely with the exception of two. Uh, we had two deaths on the mountains, both with the uh, company Seven Summits Trek. Uh, one, uh, one individual got to the summit, but then he died uh, at the South Summit on his descent. And then the other person had reached the Hillary Step. Um, and then he began to develop snow blindness and he uh, was escorted back down to the South Coal where he passed away in his tent. Uh, my deep, deep uh, condolences to the family, to the friends, the teammates, and uh, kudos to the Sherpas for doing everything they could to try to help these two individuals. The cause of death was um, cited as being exhaustion. Uh, and that's a very um, um, kind of a difficult uh, diagnosis because you're really not quite sure if there was an underlying medical condition or just uh, exactly what happened. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to speculate on any of that. So, But my condolences to those individuals. Let's hope that uh, this season uh, does not see any more fatalities. But 172 people made it up, and I'm estimating at this point there's another 300 left at base camp, including uh, support, including the Sherpas, and they're going to be heading up. In fact, Many teams have already left this weekend uh, to head up for their summit push, aiming for around May 20th or so. Okay, but here's the big news of the week. In addition to the summits, we had a major, major company just outright cancel their expedition. We know that last week, the Chinese canceled their expedition on the north side, on the Tibet side. They were fearing that they were going to be uh, infected with COVID somehow by interacting with climbers from the Nepal side on the summit. I've already addressed that in another uh, podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it on this one, but it's, it, I think it's pretty silly. But uh, Lucas Frutenbach, Frutenbach Adventures out of Austria, uh, he uh, made the very difficult decision that it was time for them to just cancel their entire expedition. I interviewed Lucas. I have a video interview with him on May 5th that you can find uh, on my website where we talk about this very scenario that, you know, what was he going to do? And uh, Lucas came very prepared, probably more prepared than any other outfitter uh, uh, this year on Everest. They maintained an unbelievably strict uh, protocol with absolutely no visitors whatsoever. They did not allow their Sherpas to go back down village, uh, you know, uh, before going for their summit bids. Uh, their team had been completely uh, tested repeatedly. He, he actually brought a doctor with him that uh, had been specially trained in COVID. So, um, you know, he did as much as he possibly could have done. Uh, but yet uh, he began to see leakages around the camp that people were, in his words, he said, I'll just read it directly what he, what he said, was that there were meetings between teams. Uh, there some some teams elementary precautionary measures were simply not observed that there were parties going on um, celebrations and so he made the decision that base camp was simply not a safe place to be and that if one of his team members or sherpas went on their summit bid and then they began to get symptomatic at a high camp that there was simply no way to rescue them, especially above Camp 2, because helicopters, well, can go to Camp 3 with a long line, but above that, especially on the summit bid, um, if they got really sick with an upper respiratory problem, which is exactly what COVID is most of the time, then um, they stood a high chance of dying. And
And so he made that decision along with his team doctor and uh, his guides and just said, this is not worth the risk. I'm not going to put my uh, my customers and my in my Sherpas at, at risk for that. So, uh, you know, while you can second guess what he shouldn't have gone in the first place, um, you know, he should have canceled it like, uh, you know, Adrian Bollinger and Guy Cotter did um, that, uh, you know, he did everything that he could possibly do. One of his primary motivations in going was that, you know, that the Sherpas, uh, they, they wanted people to come, you know, they wanted people to come to Nepal to, for so they could get work after having no work all of 2020. Uh, but, you know, and also the Nepal government uh, said that they were going to issue all of these uh, different protocols you know, testing and quarantine and, but, uh, they never did that. And so it ended up that uh, Everspace Camp really became a, a very, very lethal place. And uh, I just listened to an interview over on CNN and uh, the chairman of Seven Summits Treks, uh, Tashi Sherpa, told the CNN reporter that 30 of his members, 30, had all tested positive for COVID. So, you know, so much for denying it. Uh, that's what the Nepal government continues to say is that there's no cases, there's no outbreak at base camp, and that is just simply not true. Uh, another uh, individual I heard uh, was Andy Politz. Uh, he um, is of a uh, of a very legendary uh, mountaineer climber. Uh, he's back on Everest trying to go for a, a summit. This uh, actually left today. And he said that his team followed the protocols completely to the letter and one of their members still got it. And they have no idea what, you know, how that person got that, got that, uh, got sick. So there we have it. Um, you know, we, I don't know if any other teams are going to cancel. I seriously doubt it at this point. We already know that lots of them have headed up uh, looking forward to this next week that uh, International Mountain Guides has already got, you know, all of their supplies stocked at the high camps and uh, Madison Mountaineering is at Camp 2 uh, getting ready to move up. So I expect to see, I don't know, we could see 200 summits here in the next uh, few days. That jet stream is now sitting on top of Everest. It's supposed to the forecast is, and we all know how that goes, but the forecast is for it to move north. Um, and so clearing out sometime around May 19th or 20th. So it looks like, you know, the 20th, the 21st are going to be uh, the sweet spots. And so we could see a lot of summits happening on those days, you know, and I hope they do. I, you know, the mountain's a big mountain, but still 200 people, uh, 300 people going up. Uh, it's going to be, it, it could be crowded, but I'm hoping that they're going to be able to spread out over three or four days. I know some teams like seven, uh, seven, Summits Club out of Russia that they, they're sending up uh, their first wave today on Saturday, and they're going to shoot for their second wave and their final wave to go up on the 25th. So that's like next Tuesday. So hopefully, you know, there's enough time here. They can all spread out. That's really the, the name of the game. And, um, and hopefully they can get up and down and get back home safely. Um, that's probably it for this weekend update. I will do another one as we get more information on these summits, as well as uh, if we get any more information from Lucas, I'm trying my best to uh, get an interview with him that we can post a video interview and you can hear uh, strictly uh, straight from Lucas himself on, on his decision to, uh, to cancel that expedition. All right, climb on. This is Alan. And remember, memories are everything.